Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to a new week. And um, this phrase dropped into my heart uh, at the end of last week, and I wanted to um, put it into a podcast. And uh, And I really believe this will encourage you. You know, when you realize that there's more that's in your control, how your life goes is within your control. It really just becomes about accepting the responsibility for that and then taking advantage of it. The Bible says death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it show you its fruit. So there's people when they realize, man, my destiny is controlled by the way I speak with the words that come out of my mouth. What I believe and what I speak will control my future. And so you can you can choose to put that to work, or there's people who, oh, I can't believe it's, the, you know, it's up to me. It wasn't... I thought God just did what he wanted to do. You know, it's like a lot easier to believe that way. Everything's already planned out. God, you know, God, God's everything. If you get sick, it's God's do, doing. If you get healed, it's God's doing. When you get healed, it's God's doing. If you get blessed, it's God's doing. You know, when you sow, sowing and reaping isn't like a lottery where God picks a person and be like, look, oh, that person's really been giving. Let me, let me throw money on them. It's not like every time you give in the offering, you're like playing a raffle. You're pulling a slot machine. Oh, I hope this one sticks. No, it's it's choosing to work the word. Giving is the action that leads to the rece- the action of receiving. And so when you realize that the, the responsibility is up to you, you can quickly just decide, I'm going to walk in what God wants me to walk in. I refuse to be defeated. I refuse to be a Christian that walks around defeated, that walks around sick. I'm going to take to the word and take what belongs to me. So I want to read Jude chapter uh, Jude chapter 1, verse 20. And it says, But ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. The phrase that drops into my spirit is never down, never down. It's up to you if you stay stirred up or if you let yourself get down. It's completely up to you. Most Christians don't, you know, the reason why people live at the level they live at is because they just see it's the level that everyone else lives at. It's like it's like when, when they were runners, right? The, the fastest mile that was run was like five minutes. And for a long time, five-minute miles were like the, the fastest. And then someone broke four minutes, and it like made it. No one had broken four minutes. Um, I think it was Roger Bannister. Uh, Bannister, is that right? That sounds right. Um, uh, someone's going to correct me. Banner? Bannister? It's not Banner. That's the Hulk. Roger Bannister. That sounds right. And broke four minutes. And then all of a sudden that a whole slew of people did it. So it's like when someone goes to the next level, you realize this is available. When you, that God looks to use people as testimonies to his goodness and his power. So when you see, hey, it's possible. Yes, Jesus you know, I'm so grateful for examples in the Bible because they were like, oh, you know, they say Jesus said, I know Jesus said greater works than these shall you do. These works that I do shall you do also and greater works than these shall you do. But he had the spirit without measure. And then you see, you see Peter who walks in his shadow, healed people. And the Bible says that he healed them all. So they would try to group it that, oh, you know, the fact that you have any miracles, that Jesus had any miracles is because he had the spirit without measure. What about Peter? If God's no respecter of persons, yeah, maybe you could make a case, but Peter healed them all and his shadow. Jesus' shadow never healed anybody that we have record of, but Peter's did. And so you see greater works. And so it's up to you. But when you can see an example of someone who, who, who's, who's reaching for something and living at a level, then you can say, hey, if the ball's in my court, I'm, I'm choosing to live there as well. And so you, the way that you live spiritually, spiritually strong, spiritually weak, spiritually defeated, spiritually victorious, is not up to God. It's up to you. 
And so tongues, praying in tongues, is actually a weapon that God gives us. You know, the initial evidence of the baptism of the Holy Ghost is speaking in tongues. But the baptism of the Holy Ghost isn't something that, that it, the, the purpose is power. But praying in tongues isn't something you do once. It isn't like the first time you get baptized, you just speak in tongues. It's, a, it's, an, it's an ongoing stream. It should be a never, it should be a stream that never runs dry. Because it's actually the gateway to the supernatural. And it's something that allows you, it's a gift that helps you to communicate with God. It helps you in your worship of God. And so tongues is something that keeps you stirred up. You can look at somebody, two people who've been going to the same church for 10 years, who've been going to the same church, or even some people who've been going to the church for a way shorter time. They've been saved for way less time, but, they, but they're just hungry, right, for the things of God. And they grab tongues, and they're just praying in tongues all the time. You meet them, and every time you see them, they're not weird, but just like under their breath talking to the Lord. You know, if I'm going to minister, I always pray in tongues. I'll always pray in tongues. I don't wait till I'm going to minister, though, because because the chances are, you know, being in charge of the healing school, it's constant. Hey, by the way, someone out there needs delivered. Got a demon. Can you go handle it? Yes. Hey, you've got an emergency. Someone's sick over here. Can you go pray for him? Yes. So I, I, I keep myself ready. to. Li- but, you know, I go out, too. I was out at dinner last night and went to celebrate. It was my wife's birthday yesterday. If you're if you if you follow my wife on Instagram, give her a late um, a couple day late, happy birthday on Instagram, if you would. Um, but we went to celebrate and we went to this restaurant and there's a guy who does a shoe shine thing. Is, is, and I walked past and I saw him watching something on his phone and it looked like a church service. And I walked back to him and I said, what's up, man? His name was Jimmy. I said, are you watching church? And he was watching Juanita Bynum. And so we started talking about the Lord. He knew the church that I was from. And, and then as I was leaving, I just said, do you need anything in your body? And, and as he started to talk, yeah, you know, my hips giving me problem and this thing over here. And I, start, and I said, can I lay hands on you? He said, yeah, sure. So I laid hands on him. Here I am in the, in the like lobby of the restaurant, this fancy hotel, got my hand on this guy. And then I just felt, pray that anything, any taste of the world would come out of his mouth. And I, and I cursed the taste of the world in his mouth. And then he's like, yeah, man, I've been trying to quit smoking. The Lord, you know, I stay ready to go. I stay stirred up. I pray in tongues. I get ready. I pray in tongues in the shower. I'll listen, I'll listen to teaching by Kenneth Hagin. I'll pray in tongues at the same time. It's a key that God gives you to stay stirred up where you're never down. If you're down, it's your fault. Don't let the circumstances dictate your mood. I'm going to say that again. Don't let circumstances dictate your mood. You know, there comes a point where you have to realize there's a time for, there's childish things, but there's a time where you put away childish things. I think there's people listening to this that if you just, there's things like video games that really hold people back. People who are absorbed by, by you, know, you know, social media is okay, but if you're absorbed by it and, and you find yourself where days a day will go by and you don't even read the Bible, but you're on, that's a problem and you need to break free from that. Take a month and just don't go on social media. And, and spend time praying in tongues. You know, it actually connects you. There's like a heavenly connectivity. It connects you to the Spirit of God. You know, if you say, I really don't know what to do, there's a place to get godly counsel, but there's a place where the Holy Ghost will lead you. Don't let the circumstances dictate your mood. Don't let what's going on exterior dictate your mood. Bregele borobo bobo 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 bobo
You know what praying in tongues does? It doesn't stir up your faith. It stirs you up to, to be in a place of faith. And so you see here, it says, But ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love of God. The love of God's a place, and it's called being in the Spirit. It's a fruit of the Spirit. So if you find that you're impatient with people, you need to stir yourself up. Well, I'm not a minister. Do it anyway. Paul said, I, I, I thank God I pray more than all of you. If it's good enough for Paul, it's good enough for me. You know, if you have a job where you work with your hands, you can pray in tongues. If you have a job that your mind has to focus, it's sometimes a little tougher. But you work with your hands and your mind can wander, pray in tongues. You don't have to pray loud. Have you ever taken an hour, an hour, and just prayed and focused and not done anything else? Just pray in tongues. Not read, not do anything else, not, not look at things on your phone. Put everything away and just pray in tongues. I want to challenge you. Keep yourself stirred up. This is the difference with people who walk in faith and people who always struggle in faith. Why? Because you stir your spirit man up. And so you can live at a place where you're never down, where you're staying spiritually strong. I want you to go to um, Ephesians verse 3, excuse me, chapter 3. I'm going to read you verse 16 and 17. That he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. You know, the Holy Ghost lives on the inside of you. And when you pray in tongues, the spirit man, the Holy Ghost begins to stir on the inside of you and your spirit man gets stirred up. It's like your spirit man becomes sensitive to holy things, to spiritual things. You, if, if you and I spend 20 minutes doing math problems on the, on, on the calculator or on paper, doing a test, an IQ test, you know, we're going to be stirred up to mental things. But when you pray in tongues, you stir yourself to, up to be, a play, to be spiritually strong. Smith Wigglesworth would say, I, I wake up and I pray in the Holy Ghost until I hit joy. And when I hit joy... I know I'll have enough strength for the day. Well, I'm not a very joyful person. You know, this may come as a surprise to you, but if you're a believer and if you've been filled with the Holy Ghost, you already have joy on the inside of you. You just haven't, you just haven't unplugged that well. You're not waiting for joy to come and hit you. You're, you're the same place that tongues comes from, joy comes from. Fact. That place, that's where, that's where joy comes from. It's actually not much different. <laughs> Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Rivers, multiple streams, rivers, streams. That you would be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. Praying in tongues keeps you spiritually strong, spiritually strong, spiritually stirred up, spiritually ready to go. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love. It keeps you in the love of God. Praying in tongues keeps you in the love of God. So you choose. And so I'm telling you, Make a practice. You know, only what you act on will benefit you. You can sit and listen to this podcast for day after day, but if you don't act on it, be a person. 1 Corinthians 14 says, I pray, in, I pray in tongues and I pray in the understanding. I sing in tongues and I sing in the understanding. Be a person who does all. Father, don't let me miss it today. Father, let today be the best day of my life. Let me be full of joy. Lord, I worship you. Almighty God, there is none like you. And then I'll, 
That's the place where the Lord speaks to you. You know, there's been times where I've missed the voice of God, and it's because I've acted fast or acted out of fear or fear of missing out. And had I just taken the time to pray and get the mind of God, you know, it's cost me money in, in acting too quickly. And so I've determined in decisions, big things, pray. You have to make decisions on what to do. Pray. You'll, you'll find yourself moving and, and ministering and speaking by the Holy Ghost. So l- never allow yourself to be down. If you feel yourself going down, stir yourself up in your most holy faith by praying in the Holy Ghost. There's never a wrong time to pray in the Holy Ghost. Cultivate that. I want to commit to you that if you decide, I'm going to be a person who prays in tongues a lot and pray in tongues often and sing in tongues and you head down that path, that you'll find yourself stepping into things spiritually that you never expected. You'll find yourself saying things where you'll have words of knowledge for people. Hey, I just sense, you know, I feel like this is what the Lord's saying. This, I sense what this is what the Lord wants to say to you. Hey, the Lord shows me that you've been going through this. You'll find yourself because the tongues is the gateway to all of that. So choose that your circumstance from this day on, my circumstance will never get me depressed. It'll never get me down. It'll never get me downtrodden. Anytime I feel myself heading down, I'll, no, I refuse. Jehovah Jireh, my provider, his grace is sufficient for me. What am I doing? I'm keeping myself in the love of God. I'm stirring myself up in most holy faith. I love you guys. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll see you on the next podcast. We had someone um, write in a testimony, which is encouraging. I'll read it to you one of these days. But if you've got a testimony of how this podcast has helped you, please let us know. That encourages us. We love you. We'll see you on the next podcast.